You're about to leave for Chicago. I am. I am ready. I'm actually super ready. I had today totally off and I woke up at like five and tried to stay in bed till 530. But my dog was like not no. not having it. So I was pretty much out of bed at 515. And ever since then, I've been doing like massive heaps of laundry. I think I've done like eight loads of laundry. I was like, well, I'm just doing laundry. I'm going to do all the laundry in the fucking house. I get uh, excited watching other people pack. Yeah? Like seeing all your clothes folded and packed and you're ready for a suitcase. You can see like my outfit sitting out on the dresser I'm going to wear tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> I get excited for other people. Oh, but also thanks. I was thinking, you get really excited and I'm really happy. But there's also like this really horrible trauma event that happened to me while I was watching somebody pack. Yeah. And it was for um, when I was living with a boyfriend. Yeah. And I was like really young. Yeah. Too, and he was going off to college. Yeah. And I was living with him and his parents. So he went off to college and I was kind of stuck there. So it felt like somebody else was going out and getting the college experience and the education and all that. And then I was stuck. It's like the ultimate FOMO. Yeah, the ultimate FOMO. And I had watched him pack all night. Yeah. Because he hadn't packed anything until the night before. (laughs) Big, big mood. (laughs) Like nothing. And he was moving the next day. Yeah, wow. So he packed up all the stuff and I, I... Remember watching him pack and it was devastating. Aww. Like every item that went into the suitcase, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> you like curled into yourself. I know. More. It was like, like a, <laughs> imagine like shoving the sword deeper and deeper. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Speaking of Speaking which, of which <laughs> today we're talking about trauma. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> um. All right, weekly weekly update. Weekly. What which was the name of our segment? I cannot remember the name of the segment. This news. Okay. Well, I don't know. What's weekly weekly news? Weekly news. What's like what's a punny punny name? I don't know. We didn't come up with the title for this portion, but portion. I can't cope with it. Okay, I got mine. I got mine. So we'll we'll just kind of for both of us. But um, this past week, I needed help at the gallery, and Skylar normally works at another building. So, like, even though we work at the same gallery, we don't see each other ever. But I needed his extra hands, so she I... She needed my expertise. Literally. Um, <laughs> and so, I had a bunch of busy work, and I know. He was super helpful because I was just never going to get everything done. Um, so I had him come over and hang out with me, which was super cool because I had company and it like put me in a better mood. But we started listening to Real Life Ghost Stories podcast. Don't listen to that one until you're done with this one. Yeah, literally. Don't listen. No. Make <laughs> <laughs> sure what's it you sponsor again? us and not that. No. Real Life Ghost Real Life Stories. Ghost Stories. And we didn't really get into too many episodes, but they're super cute. Um, we started from the very beginning. I literally don't even know their names. They barely... I don't even know if they call each other... They don't even say each other's names that much. They just call much. each other, babe, bitch. I no, don't they, they don't. don't say that, but, um, but either way... Let it's, us know if you see a similar dynamic. Um, <laughs> we were cracking up because she's very, she's like, converse, Yeah, she's very conversation dominant. Um, and... Anytime, like he says, there's a, it's a guy and a girl, and I believe they're dating. I think, I think that, they're married. Are they married? That was the vibe I was getting. Oh, okay. Well, either way, <laughs> she's combo dominant, <laughs> and he's like a lot more like sensitive and like a lot more like. Yeah. He, I don't know. He's, he's like very, sensitive, insightful, like yeah, um, thoughtful, compassion, compassion. <laughs> and um. 
And he'll say and something. And she's like, ghosts aren't real. No, yeah. <laughs> and so she has an Irish accent and he has like an English accent. Um, and her Irish accent is so thick. And she, gorgeous. we. Gorgeous. No. Listen, we love her, but we every time she'd say something like car, we would just start cracking up and there's this thing that she says when she gets really worked up or when she gets scared she says i can't cope with it and we could not stop saying that and then every time she would say i can't cope with it like i was just we just lost if you're our an shit. irish person please send me an audio clip of you saying, saying that to me i couldn't cope with it on to my instagram can't, please can't cope with it oh, oh man gosh, and i'm I, sure that we sound ridiculous i know that like our accent is we think horrible we're, we think we're doing a phenomenal job no i know i don't like i well you do no, sound no, no, like no. pretty legit thank you backpack i know my <laughs> accent is horrible but like i just her her irish accent is so heavy and like so intense um and i have this stupid like i want to call it a, like a twitch but when i hear like an accent that is really intense if I don't mimic it, it like something inside me hurts. Yeah. Like if somebody says a word and I like my mouth needs to try and copy it. I don't know if that's the Gemini or just it like I'm obnoxious. Be. Like I, I need obnoxious. to mimic that accent. And so like in the beginning of each episode, like they would start talking and then her accent would come through and I would like go, just go through. Stop it. Stop. I don't know where I am right now. But basically, I couldn't help but... I was you just, smell I was so like nervous. outside. I was playing disc golf. Ew. Okay. <laughs> you come in here with your dirty body. Literally. And your, in your I'm not even... snotty nose. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, I came into my own room. and She was blowing a snot rocket. Heaven forbid. decency. I'd rather my bugs like drop on the couch. Ew. They're going to anyway. I just know. <laughs> Anyways, we listened to that podcast. That was a big theme of the week. We got to work together and we really liked it. Mm-hmm. Listen to ours first and then Absolutely. listen to theirs because we're petty like that, but also they're cute. And uh, and they just talk about ghosts and ghost stories. And I and really, aliens I thought the like, most interesting one was when they were talking about the wailing women that oh yeah, that was really warned good. you of someone that had died. I don't want to spoil it for anybody in case you listen, but it was really good. Yeah, that was super also, good. Yeah, but news, like he says something and she'll be like, nope, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, you're being stupid. And I'm like, <laughs> and I was like oh. shut him down. And I would just be like, that's literally me to you on the podcast. <laughs> no. Um, no, no, no. I uh. trimmed my first tarot deck all the way through. It took me two months. <laughs> you could have did it faster. You got, just, you I know, lollygagged But I would it. often take three week breaks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that's So really you sat bad. down and took... You did it in two sessions? Yeah, essentially. Because, you know, you have to do it one half. But every time I would look at the other half, I'd be like, I can't cope with it. <laughs> I can't cope with it. <laughs> I, I can't do it. Because <laughs> it takes so long. Because you, you you know that your cutting job depends on the chef ability. Is that a word? <laughs> Listeners? <laughs> Please let us know if you think chefability is a word. And if not, please contact Miriam. (laughs) (laughs) On a first name basis with Mr. (laughs) Webster. Oh my God. 
But anyways, guys, I trimmed the Gaian Tarot because I'm sure I'm sure everyone knows that the re-release version of the Gaian Tarot has these awful blue borders. It's so weird because I'm looking at the cards that you trimmed and like it still has a giant border. It still has a big border and it had another border this much around wow. it that was blue. They were enormous. I have big ass like farm hands. You like ready for don't. cow insemination. Like I, I could really say, get up wow. in there. <laughs> You know, you always seem to cross the line every podcast, and it's in a new way that just really shocks me. I'm never never fully ready for the way that you so take even, it to unmonetizable even my, content. Even my like, enormous It's hands, a gift, okay? My fingers would be Your, stretched to the brim. Listen, love you guys. He does have bigger hands, okay? But he's making this seem like he's Lenny from fucking... Like, of Mice and Men. Mice and Men, okay? Okay, he's. I mean, <laughs> he's like comparing his hand size to things now. I was trying to get a reference Your for our listeners. So I know. Big. <laughs> so if you guys have the guy in tarot and you want me to trim it for you, I will, but only for thirty dollars. And it'll and take him a shipping. year. And it'll take me three months. <laughs> give it. Give yourself more. Take credit. it or leave it. However, I will do a phenomenal job. Yeah, it looks great. I've never trimmed a deck. Even I've never the, like even felt the, the need to. Even I cut when I cut the edges. You gonna edge it? What do you mean? Oh, you mean like, like color the sides? Yeah. I have a gel pen, but I'm too oh, afraid. Gel pen? I don't know. I think you need like a. I was thinking of marker. going to Michaels and getting the, um, you know, like those ink pads, mm. getting a metallic one and then gilding it myself mm. with something. That's not really gonna work. How would you know that? Because I've had those metallic ink pads before, and Mm -hmm. they don't... Like, it might sort of work, but it's not going to be, like, Katie Flowers, if you're listening, you lied to me. Really? No, she has a Did it work for her? She... I I don't know if she had a, like, a pad for... You know, like... Are you thinking of a stamp pad where you put a stamp on it? Yeah. That's not what you're thinking of? It was like that, but it was a little different. Okay. Because it was liquidy. Almost. Oh. She was like dipping it oh. in something. And she had to, she had to rub it a bit. Yeah. I don't remember. It was a while ago. That's what the, I watched that video. That's what inspired me to trim it. Cool. I mean, it, it might work. I just don't think it's going to come out like the gilding. Oh like, yeah. No, yeah. it's not going to be I would like, think that, like professional even, gilding. I would think you might even have like an easier time with just like a metallic uh, Sharpie. But I don't I've know. I've seen people use that too, but it I wanted to work. see if I could get it shiny. Cool. Because that would be Why cool. Why not? Because I actually, Did that deck cost you a lot of money? No. this That was why I felt comfortable trimming it. Yeah. Is because it's a mass market deck. Yeah. So you can get it for like 20 bucks. Cool. Well, congratulations. Unless I'm wrong. Is that wrong. your news? That's your news for the week? Yeah. You know, like when you worked really hard on something and you're yeah. really proud of it, then you play with it for 30 minutes and then you're like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next. I was like, well, Thank that was too easy. Next. <laughs> I started looking at my other decks. I don't even have anything to trim. Do you have anything you want me to trim? Yeah, probably. That it, would be cool. It's not going to look That's okay. Perfect. You know what's so weird is like, I feel like I'm the kind of person that would want to trim all her decks and like edge them all and make them all cool and like... I've always loved I decks the way they come. I, I like yeah, borders. I, I, there's been some borders where I've been like, ah. Some borders a are a lot, like it. the guy in tarot. But, but some I borders, I feel never, like they like, contain the image and they make it. Yeah. Every card is its own image. Yeah. Kind of what deck was. So I did my. 
I've done both my tarot deck collection and my oracle deck collection now, but the one I just posted was the oracle deck collection, and there was a lot of people that said that they had trimmed this one deck. I think that it was the Sacred Rebels oracle. And you trimmed it? I believe it was that one. Um, it would take a bajillion years, and a fair child does not get around with that card stuck. Yeah, I know, I would right? get carpal tunnel trying to cut through but that. But I feel like it's the same as this. They feel yeah, the same as the guy. But, um... I think it was that one, and I've never thought about doing it, and it's one of my like main working decks, so I would be a little nervous to do I it, but if you so did it, close. I'd be like, oh, I, you know, it's one of those, like, you could just get that the deck again. The process, though, makes you feel... More connected to more it? More connected to it, because, I mean, like, I, I, I just, spent I a lot of time, time with the cards yeah. and already, you know, just, like, staring at them, being like, wow, you're so pretty. <laughs> me to myself in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> but when you actually have to look at it while you cut it slowly yeah and you're kind of bored you have no choice but to like think about the card and be like i'm bored what do i think about this you know yeah i'm bored <laughs> I'm bar. here let me draw a card from the guy oh, 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 oh. phoebe i wonder if there's the deer outside oh no it's a squirrel she's losing her mind she's losing there's squirrels outside the squirrels are Busy. George and I were watching. They are like. Oh, they are. They're. They're filling up for winter. Yeah, they're like. It's game time. George and I were watching Superstore, and a a squirrel fell out of the tree and slammed into the window. <gasps> no. It was fine. Oh. Okay. It got up and stared at me in the eyes. Really. Oh, oh, hello. She flew out of the deck. <gasps> Child of water. Look at cute. this little baby. Oh my god. I get so much from that. That's so In terms of like emotion. And it's like an image of this a literal toddler, like two or three. This is not my kind of deck, but like it's I so, love that you have it and I can see you using it. It's you like know? I never thought that this would be my kind of deck. And I always say that about every deck because really? this one's too love and light sometimes okay <laughs> what are you saying okay what are you saying i'm Mr. not love and light, love and light. <laughs> okay i am love and light i am this baby i am the child of water <laughs> but thinking of like the page of cups that was a card that i've drawn drawn like five times in the past three days I never, oh God, really? I never pull cards for Alex, but yeah. I pulled a card for him randomly from this deck, and this is the exact really? one that he got. And then I pulled one for myself right after, and then I got this. <gasps> She's... Okay, so you need to have a baby. I'm ready. <laughs> I I am with child. I am. I'm actually... How did you know? <laughs> how did you know? I'm psychic. I could just sense that you're glowing. What is that little symbol in the bottom left-hand corner? Do you know? That is a hermit crab. No, I'm talking about that's that's the I'm right sorry. hand corner. I'm talking about the right hand corner. Now that I'm looking at it, I actually think that it is her signature because it's on all of them. Cute. Unless I'm wrong. Okay, so <laughs> do you know what time it is? Oh, it's oh. tea time. Hold on. You better hurry. You better work, bitch. You better uh, work. Losing my pants. It's it's. <laughs> he didn't get his bell prepped. Don't hurt their ears. Tea time. That's enough. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure that was loud enough. Wait, it's tea let's, time! Let's play okay. back at the 15 minute mark. Remember this. Oh, 
What about it? If you want me to edit it? I'm not invested enough. I'm going to see how loud it was. Oh, okay. For next time. I'm sorry I keep sniffling. I don't know what is happening, but I don't know. The sniffle monster. Um, Whoa. Okay, so what tea are you going to dish out? Good, bad, um, kind of on the side, um, you know. Mm. I suspect we won't have too much like actual drama tea. <gasps> oh my gosh! Okay. I, this is the same person from last time, so <gasps> lame. But oh, okay. Kelly and Maddox did a video with Thorn Movie. That's what I was gonna talk about. Well, I got it first. No, Each. you really didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Think about another one. I have been following Thorn since I was thirteen years old, mm-hmm. maybe. One of the first witches I've ever found in my life. Like literally maybe like 12, 11 years ago, okay. she upload, she started uploading videos and I randomly found her on YouTube. Like it was at fate. the very beginning when she had like, were you like one subscriber. Were you like first in the I comments? was like literally first. And like I didn't find anyone at, in her community until a few years ago. Yeah. So she was one of the only people that I was getting information from in right. terms of this kind of stuff. It's a good person to get information from. Yeah. She is... Uh, wow, how would you describe her? Have you followed her YouTube channel and like her Only career Only recently, and I've been watching a lot of her videos. Um, I've always enjoyed her take on things. I don't want to describe her before, for you, but if I were to describe her... I think her, that she... First of all, I think that she's beautiful. Oh, okay. And yeah, I think for that sure. she has... I just think she's like a really nice, good person. Yeah. I just feel like it, but I also yeah. feel like she's like a bitch when she needs to be, you know? <laughs> Me. <laughs> really pretty, <Whoa. laughs> super nice, but as a bitch when they need to be. One of these things You're is really it? drawn to like, your certain archetype. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I think it's just a witch archetype. Yeah. I don't know. Um, she's just very, really, she's very intelligent and very smart and very Virgo. I don't know what her actual sign is, mm. but she strikes me as like a Capricorn Virgo. Uh, I don't find her very Virgo. I don't know. Um, she just like seems so. She's studious. a Taurus for she's sure. A Taurus? Yeah. Oh, she's a Taurus for sure. I think she might have said she was a Taurus. If not, she has to be a Taurus. I get big Taurus vibes. Um, I love her. I think she's great. Um, that's what I was gonna talk about. Um, what I was gonna talk about was the actual content. Not that I didn't want to talk about how mm-hmm. beautiful Thorn Thorn is, but like me, I mean, and she's I mean, so pretty. She's so pretty. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was going to talk about what the conversation was based around, which was super interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I just think it was a really great topic. They were really talking about because um, you and I books. talked about this a few podcast episodes about how there's a shift or like there's something happening where there's less praise of the solitary practice right or there's less or there's like a i I don't remember us talking about that but like i agree with what you're saying Mm -hmm. um they talked a lot about uh writing and Mm -hmm. uh, publishing and books and the content of that but one of the things that she brought up and then i went and watched a few more on this particular subject was um how people aren't give how people aren't reviewing books um, and if they are reviewing, they're only reviewing the ones that they like. Like people aren't reviewing the bad books and how, um, you know, I can't remember the exact way that she phrased it. And the, the title of the other video that I watched is really well put, 
But basically, um, well, remember, again, it's like the love and light. Do like, you we not don't remember wanna... that scathing review I left on that book three or four years ago? Remember kind I sent of. you the screenshot? Oh, yeah. I've been out there doing God's work, oh, leaving, God. leaving scathing Shit. reviews. That's the tea, <laughs> that's sis. The tea. And that's the tea. Thorn is wrong. I've been out here <laughs> <laughs> leaving scathing reviews. Not under my name, of course, because... <laughs> Because, oh my god. because hello. Oh I, my god, I, I, I have you. a Libra moon. <laughs> so oh I'm not gonna attach god. my name to it. But <laughs> I will leave my honest opinions. They just won't know that they're mine. You know, and I think that's part okay, so why this was very well this is this video um was really interesting to me for multiple reasons, but the one that really got me is because I run quote unquote witchy book club and I've had a ton of struggles with this book club in mostly just my confidence or in like who am I to run a book club and it's really difficult because the way that I have it set up is that you know I live stream and I want the the conversation to take place as best as it can so it's not just me but the way that it is it is just me for the most part leading and guiding and when I'm diving into books because I really want to spread out the kind of like genres that we go over I don't want to always be reading like stereotypical like witch books I find that there's a lot of that and maybe I think maybe more people have been asking for that but I think it's fun to do like a color book and now we're going to be doing an astral travel kind of mm-hmm. book and then doing one, you know, on shamanism or one on this or that. And I might not be picking the best books, but I'm trying to like mm-hmm. spread my spread like the genre so that yeah. at least That's there's something Thorne, for Thorne somebody said that advanced witchcraft and advanced magic is specialization. Right. So like that's why there are no advanced books because right. there's no such thing. Right, and I agree, mm -hmm. but I think what was really interesting was that it made me think about the way that I talk about the books that we do read, because I have, in the past, really been open about one or two of the books that we picked, and I was like, this book is awful. Let's (laughs) let's try and, you know, let's, yeah, let's try and take what we can from it. um, What's the one that you hated the most, you told me? It was by that guy, by a man. Oh, I don't. I don't know what which one you're talking about, but it doesn't matter. Oh. But either way, I mean, I was pretty open when I was going through it. Or if there's parts in the book that I don't like, I have tried to be like, look, this wasn't for me. I don't like the should and shouldn'ts. It makes me feel restricted. It makes me feel bad and wrong if I am not abiding to that. It's not the way that I would write it, you know. Um, but I still get a lot out of this or that, you know. But I still feel like I could be more diligent about that but it's just hard because I feel like the book club is not a place for me to review the book it's for me to take the content and make good conversation out of it but that interview with Kellyanne really made me want to take witchy book club even more seriously than I am and I've really struggled with that in the past because I go through waves like I want to take it really seriously and then we start to get into it and it's really difficult for me to balance everything but I love the idea around it I love doing those live streams and I've opened up the Facebook but people don't really use the Facebook unless I'm constantly posting in there and again you know, mm-hmm. I just, I haven't really Life been able, happens. yeah, I haven't really been able to prioritize that. Thorne also made the point that, and this is kind of embarrassing for me to think if I've ever done this, Yeah, is leaving a review, expecting something from the book that the book wasn't offering. Right. So, like, look, a book, like, example would be, like, The Witch's Shield. 
or something yep. like that. Um, By Penzac? Um, I think so. Yeah. Was that like a Wicca-focused book or was that witchcraft in general? Um, from my understanding, it was witchcraft. He 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 covered. I, I read it. I think like last year in, in Witchy mm-hmm. Book Club, and there, and I know Penzac is like really highly, you know, um, mm-hmm. held in in the community and stuff, but. That particular book, there was a few parts in it where I was like, this feels a little icky. Yeah. Um, but that was just me. And yeah. I loved the book overall, but it, there was certain parts where I was like, eh. I still have never heard of this man. Oh, really? Um, he has like a shitload of books. Or like, uh, or if I'm reading uh, like the Big Blue Book by Raymond Buckland. Okay. Which is like, you know, the book that... Like a, most like if you're like, if you're in the eighth grade and you find Wicca. Yeah. Which is pretty much how... 90% of us have, are here right now, yeah. right? Is we all start out because that's the most accessible. Mm-hmm. So like when I read a book like that and I'm like, this is too restrictive, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, oh, that's because this is a religion with its own rules and its sets and its structures. Right, and it's like outdated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and but... I wonder like how many other books are written for... For like for a specific reason, and I don't realize what that reason is. If that makes right, sense, or right. if I'm expecting something from something and not realizing what the yeah. book is actually for, right. if that makes sense. So like now, well, like I can even tell you, like my oh my god, star, look at the <laughs> Phoebe paw underneath the door. Oh my god, she wants in here so bad. Can you take a picture of that and we'll we'll post it on our oh speaking of which Facebook group. <laughs> You guys, when you're a super fan, literally, Phoebe walks in here so bad, and the slot underneath the door is big enough for her paw, and just her paw is hanging out. Oh my god, she wants in here so bad. All right, we'll post them in the uh, speaking. Oh my god, it's getting further. She just pushed it in further. It was actually kind of creepy. Um. Yeah, so anyways, we'll post that in the Speaking of Which Facebook group if you guys want to join that. That was, like, a really great plug. But um, honestly, I want the I want you guys to see the visual of this little dinky <laughs> paw. Little paw. She's just laying there, I bet you, listening to us. Um, anyways, uh, I feel like we were going somewhere and I we really wanted... We were talking about books and reviewing them. Well, yeah, I mean, I really liked the conversation. It was also super cute to see, like... It's always super cute to see like Kellyanne sort of like geek out with people. Like I forget that I she's like that a regular pe- human. <laughs> um, I think because so many people geek out about her that it's like really endearing to see her be like, I like love you yeah. so much. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um and it was cool to see, you know, it's just I thought that it was a really great thing to happen for our community whatever you want to call the community because both of those badass women fit into so many other different things you know like thorn's a writer and she you know she talks a lot about like coven and no all that stuff she's a badass like she's just if i think of like a powerful like if if there was such a thing (laughs) as like a powerful witch i feel like it's thorn for some reason i feel like she gets Book ass naked under the moonlight. Book ass naked. Book ass naked. I liked that pun. And I feel like <laughs> she, she gets book ass naked. Like big circles and like has like elaborate things. And I, this is like purely my projection. Yeah, she, I was gonna say. She probably, she probably just is like, I will it, and then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she's not 
Merlin. <laughs> Yo, shout out to <laughs> Oh my god, I love that though. That's right? So you know, like funny. the images we have of people in our minds? She's probably like, um, yeah, yeah. Right, that's actually not how it works. <laughs> that's so funny. Are you, yeah, you, I you just read think more that like that... witchy books than I do. I read a lot more psychological, psychological. Or, like... or if i do read a spirituality book it's very very like eastern religion focused mm-hmm. so yeah. like, there's no there's not you could definitely take it and incorporate it into like a magic practice but uh-huh. it's not magic focused it's philosophy focused or it's... see but that's the thing that's like part of the reason why i really am excited to dive into the topic of astral travel one mm-hmm. because um years ago i was really really in depth and really trying very hard to cultivate like a good connection with my astral like spirit Mm -hmm. to be able to like go and journey and like communicate and like do it you know when i could and i was researching a lot and like i've forgotten a lot about it and i feel like it was one of the most pivotal times in my spiritual like journey if you want to call it that yeah, or just even learning and thinking. Is it weird that I almost thinking. don't believe that... I, I've heard people tell me stories. Yeah. And I... Like, can't I fathom can't it. even fathom it. So my mind assumes that they must be having a really intense imagination. I can tell you... Is it? That you would think that when you feel it. I've only successfully done it, like, fully twice. And the one time I wasn't trying to, and I think I've told this story either on the podcast or in my videos or both, but I'm going to tell it again. On one of your many platforms. On all of the places you can see my fucking face or hear my stupid ass voice. Um, No, like I was not trying to astral project, but it was the most, well, I would say the most intense meditation sessions I've ever had. Really weird. This guy used to live in my dad's basement. (laughs) And um, he was like really, really weird. Um, But he was like kind of a part of like my high school, like growing up life. Formative years. Because like he was always there, but he wasn't. He was always in the basement. He was kind of creepy when he lived there and whatever. We just, whatever my dad needed him to live there was helping him out. I'm not sure. But like I knew him, you know. And then I had, like, ran into him or something. No, no. Oh, my God. So I had become friends with this guy who um, I think I did a reading for. Like, this was, like, a decade ago. I'm pretty sure I did a natal chart reading for him. And we became kind of friends and nothing, like, romantic, but we just, like, we're friends. And he was like, hey, um, I know you like to meditate or whatever. Like, I I go to this guy and, like, it's kind of weird because we go to his house, but, like, he's got a cool setup Blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm pretty sure this is what happened. Again, this is like a decade not, ago. not quite a decade ago, but it was many years ago. And um, so we ended up going and it was Rob. Like his name was Rob. And he I was like, what the? F-? Now I'm in his basement. And he had this huge room and like legit like these like backings for the chairs that you sit on the floor. But like it helps with your back. So you don't have to worry about your back like hurting. Right. He had, like, water fountains and, like, bowls and, like, the music and the lighting. And, like, it just was good energy in there. And then you stepped out and it was, like, a regular-ass basement. But, like, you walked into this huge room and it was, like, uh, an amazing meditation room. So I was like, I am down. Except this guy and I had met at Starbucks beforehand and I got, like, a cold brew or something. So I knew. I was, like, the caffeine was, like, hitting me really strong. Wow, flashbacks to the caffeine demon. But I was 
like feeling good, but I was like, I'm not going to be able to meditate. Like there's no fucking way. Cause I'm just like, I'm never going to be able to calm down. I'm just sitting and I'm amped up. Then you astral project. Literally. I was sitting in this position and the walls. Okay. So it was like, I could feel the waves, the literal waves of energy in the room. That's what it felt like. And I was like, okay, maybe the caffeine is actually doing something crazy to me because I'm not like tired or grounded enough to like kind of zone out and kind of nod off. But I'm not that awake because we meditated for like a half hour and I had never really meditated for that long and felt that comfortable. Like there was always something like uh, my phone alerting or like I'd hear something or somebody else or the dog or whatever. So like 15 minutes was a big meditation ses- I, mm-hmm. sesh. I know I'm drawing this out. This is probably one of the coolest things that's ever happened to me. Our listeners are captivated. Thank you. Up. Thank you. I just try not to sniff my boogers. <laughs> so, um, so I'm sitting there and my friend was sitting and he was meditating and the guy sort of led us into it. And then we were just quiet. Like he was not guiding us the whole time. Like he's, he, he guided you he into it and then let us you go. down to level and then just let us go. And I was fully aware, like way too aware, but I was so in a trance. Like my breathing was just, I felt like our breathing was in sync. Like I feel like I could feel my body like going in and out. And then I could feel like, I I don't know, it's hard to explain unless you can see like, you know, you do like the waves with your arms, like from one hand to the other, like the stupid dance move. That's what I felt like the energy in the room was doing. And when it would hit me, it would kind of like splash up against me and then keep going. And then it would go to the other room and then come back. And the air felt really, really thick. And I literally could feel the energy in the room. And it was the craziest thing. And then I started to hear like these like train tracks. Like it got really like... um like loud and almost like shaking and I almost like opened my eyes but I just tried to stay really calm because I was like wow I'm really I'm fucking there like I'm really in trance right now and then I started to sort of nod off even though it was like really loud and shaking and I felt like this sort of like pull on my body and the next thing I know it was like somebody took a picture or like a flash and I was up in the corner of the room looking down at us like i didn't even get a chance to imagine it It, i was there like i could see everything and i could feel my body but i knew that i was separate from my body and i was looking on top of rob the guy and i was looking at my friend and i looked myself in the face and i like panicked because i realized that i was not only disconnected from my body but that i was like up in the air in the corner and i immediately like shot back into my body and i was like <gasps> like you did <laughs> and i was like <gasps> and i remember like rob kind of like opening up his eye and i was like like breathing and i just like tried to close my eyes and like get back into it because i didn't want to like throw them off but i i was like that was the craziest thing that ever happened to me but like what was weird is i didn't really i don't think i really knew what astral travel or astral projecting was at that time like i probably had an idea Mm, but after that is when i was like what happened to me like what was that and it was weird because when you look up when you look up like what it feels like or whatever 
um, one of the biggest things that they say is like that, that noise, like it starts to get really loud, almost like, um, either like you're going underwater or like there's train tracks, like there's like this rumbling vibration sound. And that was the most distinct thing that I remember was that. And then I calmed and then I was like looking at myself and it was crazy. Um, so yeah, I mean, I told that really long story because I think it's really interesting, and mm-hmm. it was so different than anything else I'd have had experienced. Because remember when we were trying to make the flame dance that one time by staring <laughs> at it like Matilda? Yeah. Remember, like we, uh, I fell into a really deep trance while we were doing that. Yeah. But remember, I was saying how I felt like my body. We were trying to conjure spirits. Let's yeah, be we... honest. <laughs> like... I felt like my body was a physical shell, and I could feel something in me whacking up against it yeah that makes sense that happens to me a lot and i think because i get really excited now that i know what it is um that i get really excited and like i pull myself back you know what i mean Mm -hmm. because there's been times where i felt like especially when i'm like laying down or i'm really comfortable and i'm like meditating i will fall asleep there's been times where i'm like too awake but i'm really really grounded and really like in a trance and i can feel my it almost feels like there's a pull like a magnet like my like my astral body is like hovering above me and that's about as far as i can get because i'm too conscious or i get too excited and if i don't relax or if i don't just kind of like let it be it like rips back into me um but yeah if my head hits a pillow i will fall asleep yeah it's my one true gift yeah for anybody who's listening to this podcast i will be telling that story again <laughs> Mm-hmm. during witchy book club but um yeah i just think that the reason why i told that story and the reason why i wanted to bring it up was because again i find that when i feel the most witchy is when i'm reading or thinking about content that isn't stereo stereotypical witch mm-hmm. content or witchcraft or even paganism like i really like color Mm-hmm. And I find that magic feels much more intense and real to me when I'm finding it in my own space and my being creative in my own practice and discovering I think that's things. what makes somebody move towards specializing, advancing. Right. right. So like we read all of this all these books and we read we do all this stuff so that we right. find what works. Right. And then once we find what works, then we make that our craft. Right. And then I think that's so interesting. Like yeah. If you became like an expert, yeah, like at color magic, you know, and then that right. made you. At this point, I kind of would almost consider myself an expert, but I also <laughs> think I. Well, I, here's the thing: I don't. I think a lot of people do color magic and they don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. I just think that I might be very. There's very few people out there. There are some cool Instagram people who like are like, "I'm a color magic witch," and I'm like, "Yes, hell yes," or like the color mage, like all of those people. Definitely that's their specialty, but um, I think that's one of my expertise in my craft or like my actual magical practice and the things that I do that I find magical is working with color. But I find that I like, like, I like to switch it up a lot. And that's why, like, I've been getting a lot of comments. I wanted to do a fiction book next, but... uh, I couldn't find a good enough one in time. Like we talked about, you and I went to the bookstore and stuff, but I just, I didn't connect Mm -hmm. with one yet. So I'm going to try and pick one for next. But um, I like spreading it out. And someone, when I announced the astral 
like the astral realm book um somebody was like oh i'm really here for like like spells like i want to talk about witchcraft and i get that because it's named witchy book club but i don't want projection is witchy literally the most witchy thing you can do is try and connect with your spirit body with your energy mm-hmm. body and know what it's like to go and into the center of you to find magic yeah power. like if you like your spells aren't shit in my opinion if you're not connected with yourself you don't have to astral travel to be like mm-hmm. good at magic or to have like a you know really intense like magical practice but at the same time i do find that magic at its core is connecting with spirit or whatever you consider as your your spirit or maybe you don't even believe in souls but you still have to know yourself and i feel like a good way to do that is to like look within and that's the beginning of astral travel and it's also super fucking fascinating and i'll be talking mm-hmm. about it more in so Witchy when book you Club, but... left your body yeah or like i guess we'll probably come back to this once you've read the book and you'll have more insight yeah Where and i do don't you... think that it's going to be a very good book where do you think you are? Do you think you're still in this realm? That is something I'm so excited to like think about again. I don't know. Do you think that um, our souls can yeah. leave our bodies while we're still alive? I don't know. I think more so I might have just unlocked my third eye. Mm-hmm. Um I watched and I actually um, shared it on the Witchy Face Witchy Book Club Facebook group. It was um, Ashwagandha video that the Spirit Science had posted, and they like it was very in depth. And they recorded they couldn't re- record record the people on the experience. If you don't know what Ashwagandha is, it's basically like a it's more than a psychedelic drug. It's basically um, plant medicine that is like eight to ten hours long and you basically can unlock things to the universe like that's how they describe it i would highly recommend you look up spirit science on youtube i think it's a really great channel what if you and i went to south america and did that i am ready i'm ready too um i will panic what's cool but i will have a good time but the thing is, is like what was really great about it was they really told you about um, the process and how it's not like you're just alone in the woods and like you have to drink this and like try to figure your way out. Like there are shamans there. There are like people there who are there to help guide it's their you. Job, literally. Yeah, like literally they're there to make your experience good. And like they tell stories and things like that of what happened. Like the one woman was like purging a lot and things like that. And um and they talked about how purging is like a, part of the could process. be good you know and how it's like your body is like getting rid of everything that it didn't need although that could be just a cover-up because they drank like some really fucking weird <laughs> plant mm. like it's not good but um it seemed really nice and like the one woman was um purging and she was like i need to get out of here so she like went and laid in the grass and the shaman came and stayed distance but like was using a feather and smoke to kind of like try and feel like she was being cleansed and to try and like kind of heal her, send her good vibes and energies. And how she just felt so loved and taken care of and at peace, even though she was struggling. Like mm-hmm. it was just cool. I'm talking a lot and I'm really sorry. You, you and I said we but both like, watched I'm, the same Chelsea Hannah thing. Is this the same drug that she did? Yes. I, 
I am almost positive. I haven't seen that Chelsea Handler thing in a really long time. But the spirit side, I posted yeah. on Witchy Facebook. It's she like an hour it long. It's fascinating. Because even her going into it with no spiritual expectations yeah. still had a spiritual experience. If oh, that, that's what you said. You said she like She talked. saw her sister. Yeah. That's really cool. Anyways, uh, but I, I do get insecure about... Um, like if you're qualified books. to leave reviews. Yeah, like, well, no, not even like... Who am I to be running a witchy Facebook group? Like, I'm not in a coven. Like, yes, I'm solitary, but like, I, I, I don't know. It's just the imposter syndrome thing. Are we not it. in a coven? I know, you and I. Well, yeah, I'm not a traditional type coven. No. Where we don't like meet, but like, we celebrate things and we try to summon spirits. And, <laughs> um, you know, we do, we do have things. We could make a coven for sure. Um, and I, I call like my two cousins, like I call it our cousin coven. Um, and we try to communicate like on the power own. of three. Yeah. But at the same time, like we're not, we're not a stereotypical coven of any sort, but you know, I don't know. I just feel like no matter what I do, I can't win with it. And that video with Kellyanne and Thorne was very motivating. It didn't make me feel like I was doing a good job, but it definitely made me have more confidence and maybe think about things in a different way, um, as well as the power of um, really recommending better books. So, like, as I said, the book that I picked on the Guide to the Astral Realm... Um, I'm not sure how good of a book it's going to be. And that's part of the problem is like, I want to discover books while I'm doing Witchy Book Club. I don't want to just do books that I've read and that I know are good. Problem with that is that in turn, if we read a shitty book, I'm now publicizing and I'm now talking for, you know, three or four live streams that go for two hours about a shitty book, you know, and that's problematic. as a book club too. Yeah, she does. And she remember the book that they read that everybody pretty much hated. Oh, I don't know. I didn't know that. She had the same experience because yeah. she discovers the books with everyone. Yeah. And basically, and they, she was like, "Oh, this isn't. This is problematic." They learn, yeah, sometimes like that, and yeah. they'll, some, they'll learn what they believe by knowing what they don't believe. You right. Know? Or yeah. like, yeah, you can learn a lot about yourself by what you don't like. Right. And stuff. Okay. Oh, this doesn't resonate. Maybe it doesn't resonate because I just don't like this concept. Yeah, you or know? maybe this, like, I love the concept, but, like, the author is, like, shit. Yeah, I, mean, I need to find a female. Or, you know, like, just, like, you know what you like in Thank the future. <laughs> <laughs> it was just super cool because I feel like there's a lot of interviews going on and there's a lot of, like, but I just feel like the videos, and I'm I'm guilty of it, too, are very much, like, on materialistic things, like, Here's my book haul, or here's my top five decks that I use, or here's my Oracle deck collection. Which or, we all are in know, agreement are fantastic. Yeah, we love it. I just feel like I wish a lot of a lot more content were more real, more blunt. I find that Thorne is very blunt, and I love that. Um, like she'll just straight up be like, "No, this author is shit," but like <laughs> love the topic and great try. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I don't think that makes... But she's not going to be mean. She's just very blunt. And I like that. And, and I feel like she's right. There are... There's only like, oh my god, I love this deck so much. Or, oh my god, I love this... Um, I love this book so much. And what I found is that the people who are being honest about it are the people in the comment section. Yeah. 
So it's like, okay, well, yeah, people are seeing your comments, but at the same time, like, it's not getting out there. Like, the people who are creating content, again, me as well, I'm not saying that I'm amazing at this. This this definitely I think it depends on the person, obviously. Yeah. I'm not the type of person that uh, I enjoy talking about the things that I like. Right. And for me, I mean, maybe my Libra Moon, but it's... I, it's almost hard for me to find things that I don't like. Yeah, or you'll like find something you like about it. I'll find it. that I something I love about it. Right. Because in, and sometimes when I'm watching deck reviews for like a book yeah. or, or like a deck review, it's because I want someone to tell me how much they love it so that I feel confident with my purchase. You know. Right. Yeah. And I'm not looking for someone to tear it to shreds. So I guess it just depends. Yeah, <laughs> I tried to on, hold in my sneeze. On the person, like I can see you ripping things to shreds. I love that for me. But me, it doesn't seem like I yeah. couldn't. But it's not even about ripping things to shreds, you know. I, oh, think I mean, it's... I guess it's just about being honest about how you feel. Yeah, I've just felt like there's certain things that it's kind of sticky when you're in a place of, you know, of content creating, and that you you do have a voice and you do have an opinion, and there's you know, certain things that have bothered me and that I've wanted to say, but at the same time, like, you know, that's somebody's creation. And so it definitely has to be handled very carefully because, um, if I made a deck and somebody ripped it to shreds, I would be devastated. Yeah. But that's their opinion and not everyone's going to like the deck because not everyone likes the same kind of decks and you know, whatever. But, um, you know, if you have an issue with something or when you, you know, if you, I don't know, like if there's yeah. things that you should say, I guess if we really want to spill some tea, I guess the thing that comes to mind too, and I'm going to be as like gentle with this subject as I can and I'm not really, I'm going to come very outside objectively. Am I about to say Samantha Menzo never heard of her? <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, and again, I would have to go and look at this. Don't quote me on this, like, word for word. word, for word. But this basically, is just a gist. Right. Um, there is a Facebook group where um, somebody had posted their problem with the bone, bone stone, fire and bone stone, the one that Avalon Cameron and the artist, I can't remember her name. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, they created a deck and it has been a few years. I believe right? like two years. I actually purchased the deck as well. Um, I'm going to try not to give my own personal opinions on this, but the reason why I'm bringing it up is because this is a great example where, um, somebody had posted like their upset or frustrations with like, you know, not being updated enough or lack of communication or why is it taking so long to be upset? Yeah. And I totally get it. But because of the fact that, you know, Avalon is held really high in the community and a lot of people love and support her and they're like, we'll wait. It doesn't matter. She's going through hard times or whatever. Yeah. Um, Or from what I understand, again, please do not quote me on this. The admit the admin which I just won't say her name, but you guys can find her if you want. But um, the admin of the group had taken the post down because I guess the reasoning was because it started to get really cruel in the comments. That's what she said. But then when she tried to justify it in the group, people came back and was like, well, like you're just defending her because you like her or like we're not allowed to say our, our opinions now. Like, okay, if this was anybody else or if the creator didn't have as much, like, backing in the community, then we would be ripping her to shreds. People would be pissed, you know? They spent um, a lot of money. They spent a lot of money, and it's been a long time, myself included. 
Um, again, my personal opinion aside, you know, maybe I can speak on it when I receive the deck or whatever, but this is a great example of this sort of thing, you mm-hmm. know, where we're afraid to upset somebody or we're afraid to speak our truth or we feel like because That's because we're so close knit. Like, let's say we were in the power. Let's say we were math geeks, right? right? It's way easier to like talk about Albert Einstein because we'll never meet him. Right. He'll never know who we are. Yep. But, like, with us, like, if we were talking about these people, it is possible. It's closer to reality. It's so close. We're removed from these people by one person. And we feel like, I think, the people who are, let's say, in power. Let's say, because that's what... In power? Well, and honestly, (laughs) because there is no, like, there is no government of this community. There is no... Hey, do you want to be the king and the queen? (laughs) I... I'm the king. <laughs> I'm the queen. the queen. <laughs> um, you know, this is the realty. But no, I mean, it, it is... We just kind of assume that the people with subscribers or the people who, mm-hmm. you know, are... who like they And they talk about this in the interview, which I thought was super um, fascinating too. The people who have written a book have more authority or that are legit. And literally, that doesn't mean that at all. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, there are people who literally just get book contracts and put out books in their shit. (laughs) We've talked about this, though. Harmony Nice. I haven't read her book, but I'm sure that if I read it, that I would like it. Right. Because I'm sure it's going to be real cute. It doesn't make her bad. It doesn't make her wrong. It doesn't make her any less. But I see what you mean. Like, whatever. But it's like, as soon as she has a book. Now she's more. Exactly. She's Harmony Nice author exactly <laughs> no and 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 how you're not somebody in this community unless you've produced a deck or you have written a book and how that somehow solidifies your place mm-hmm. in this i see that but i also system. like 100 percent. i like i see exactly what you're saying but also our community does an amazing job of recognizing small talent like who um like imogen walters uh-huh. right Imogen is not little. She is big. Big yeah, time. I know. Even though she time. quit her channel, she's big but time. Imogen Walters has never written a book. Or no. She's also like someone that is like the epitome of was kind and thoughtful mm-hmm. yeah. and amazing. And like was the first person to be like, these are the small channels that are producing awesome content. Mm-hmm. You know, like, or yep. I also think that we do a really good job of doing that. Right. So, like, I don't want to, like, rip everybody to shreds, you know? No. Um, not that I don't... That's not what you're doing, no, but, No, like, I really am not doing that. I uh, know that I'm not... I know that I'm not coming across that way. And there's always exceptions to the rules, but they did talk about that, and I was mm-hmm. like, I have thought about that before, I and I like, agree. I feel like everybody's starting to catch on to that, so right. I feel like everyone's doing a really good job now like of being, the like... deciphering. Okay, like, like who am I following it? and for what reasons? Right, exactly. And... Like, why do people follow us? <laughs> I don't think people do. <laughs> There's no if way you're in. There, if you're here you at the 54 minute podcast, listen, we would love if you wanted to sponsor this podcast. <laughs> um, it would really mean a lot. Neither of us have paid for Speaking Patreons. of shady business practices. Speaking of which, please, please give us money. <laughs> no, honestly, if you guys like this podcast and you want to sponsor and you want to support us, um, if you go to Anchor platform, or I believe depending on what other platform you listen to it on, I don't think Spotify you can, but if you go to Anchor, it you can sponsor us. I think it's a dollar a month, five dollars a month, or ten dollars a month, I think, or the three options. 
Um, and even just a dollar a month makes us feel super good and helps us out. And we would really love it. And thank you so much for the people who are sponsoring us. You really, really make our day. And mm-hmm. I check it all the time and see your name. And I'm like, oh my God, I love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> just to like remind us that there are people with names attached to it that actually do enjoy the content. Because when you go on to the app, like it just shows numbers and it's so easy to forget that, they're, that they're actually people. So when we get sponsors and like I have a name to that, I like think about I think about you. I do. And I appreciate it. Um, yeah. Sending you lots of good energy. But, get on there, <laughs> but yeah, I think this was a great, I think this was a great thing to talk about for I'm many just, reasons. I'm just fascinated by community dynamics in general. Yeah. And the, the places that we hang around is not, I, I do really think that it's a community that's the first of its kind. And we're kind of seeing yeah. like the birth of, for sure, of something that I have I don't think has ever existed before. I find that it transforms drastically every year. Mm-hmm. That it becomes because we're also open to change, and, and- also lots of drama. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I just think that they brought up a lot of great topics, and um, I enjoyed it. Me too. It was super cool. It made me think a lot about a lot of different things. And also now I want to write a book. Me too. Not even to solidify myself in the me community. Either. Like I was just like, I'm inspired. She can do it. I know I can do it. We can all do it. We can all write books. I really, really want to do it after I turn 50, but before I turn 60. That gives me a 10-year window. Speaking of which... <laughs> What are you looking forward to in the last segment of the podcast? And then I have to PM squirming. What's the last segment? The last segment is what are you looking forward to this next week? Oh, I do not even remember that segment. Okay. <laughs> we haven't named <laughs> I, it. Any I suggestions, please let me know. Oh my God, I'm looking forward next to... Next week. Um, oh my God, I'm really doing I'm the pee dance. I know. It's like... Whoa! Okay, I'm going to pause it. <laughs> and we're back. I guess I could have held it for like five minutes, but this always happens. This now always it's like happens. tradition. Tradition. The last segment is Sam can't hold her pee for more than 15 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> I'm looking forward to hanging out with Alex. Um, Gay. Gay. <laughs> um, we stand, oh my God, it's going to be Halloween. We stand the floor ghost. What are you going to do on Halloween? Party. <laughs> I'm going to party. I don't know how or where or when or why, but okay. I, <laughs> I am. Who, what, when, where, how, why? I don't know who, what, where, when, or why. But I'm gonna party. What about you? I'm gonna be working. Yeah, I'm gonna like be non-stop. in Chicago. Um, I'm really going to try to. You're gonna embrace... be a rich man. <laughs> I'm gonna be a star. <laughs> um, I'll be in Chicago. I w- please don't come and stalk me and kill me. Um, I'm gonna be alone in Chicago. <laughs> no, I'll be there with work. Um, it's the craziest work week I think of the whole year. The second one is in the spring when we hold the same sort of big um, exhibition, but at our home base. Just telling Skylar earlier that it's like the same thing, except out of state. And you have to take a taxi back to a hotel so you don't even get to go all the way home and like recharge. But I think it's going to be different this year. I'm going to really try to just embrace it. This is my sixth time doing this. So um, you got it down. Like I really know what to expect, even though this year is going to be so different. Um... Yeah, and I would totally tell you guys to come, like, hang out and see the exhibition, but... You'd rather die. Um, yeah, nobody at my work knows that I have, like, this platform, I don't think. Oh. So, you know. <laughs> hey, I'm here to see Sam. They're gonna be like, hi. <laughs> oh. 
Um, she does porn. What? <laughs> I don't know. Well, Guys, again, I don't know how you, you do, seem to take if, it there. If you, you do, do find her, tell her that you love her. She's your favorite actress. She's your big... <laughs> I want to go there. <laughs> um. Yeah, so... I mean, if any of you do live in Chicago, you just DM me, maybe if I have time, but I literally don't really have time no. to barely even sleep. But feel free. If you want to just be like, I'm in Chicago, be like, cool. High five. <laughs> we're in the same energy space. You know? <laughs> so, um... That's all. I, that's it. I love to travel, but I know how much work this involves. So just yeah. send some good vibes for me, guys. Send some good vibes. I guess if we're going to promo anything else, it would be, again, that we have a Facebook group now, and we haven't really been posting too well in it. just posted video in it. Yeah, we haven't been keeping up, and I don't suspect us to be posting, like, <laughs> every day, but I think it's fun. You guys can talk or maybe share, it, like, what you hated or loved about the podcast. <laughs> you know, feel free to tear tear Mr. Compassion to shreds if Just you need to. Just please rip me to shreds because <laughs> I deserve it. Maybe you should post a picture of your trimmed um, tarot deck. I thought you were going to say my trimmed hangnail. <laughs> you better trim that motherfucker. I did. I Okay, good. Skylar has this thing where like I'll look at his hand and he literally has like a hangnail that is bigger than his hand. Shut and up. it's hanging no, off and it's like hard and like and I have to like tell him like his mother know. to like my hand like produces them like it's candy. Ew. Speaking of which, <laughs> Speaking that's of it, guys. <laughs> that is it. If anybody is made happy it Halloween. <laughs> happy Halloween. Skylar's hangnails produce like candy. Oh, by the way, so you're gonna be gone. Are we gonna do it when you get back, or are we gonna skip next? That's week? That's like you wanted to have sex. With me. Oh. <laughs> so are we gonna do it now? Are we doing oh, now? Like, we're gonna get back. <laughs> you do you know think we'll mean? skip next week for um, the first time? Like, do you think we're just gonna oh, take a break? Oh, that's right. Um, or do you want to do it when you come back? And then we'll just have two kind of close to each other. Um. Well, the thing is, I don't know. I, yeah, I get back. I fly back on Monday I'm sure you're evening. Be tired. Yeah, maybe. And then uh, Tuesday, I'll be going to my grandma's. So it will be. We might be. We'll just have to see. I'm not sure, guys. If you get back there on Monday, there might not and you be feel up to it. Yeah, if I feel up to it, um, or if it's not too late, we might record it next week. But uh, if not, it might be two weeks. So, yeah. We see love you guys you. in two weeks, maybe. Unless we see you next week. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay great. Love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye.